Do you ever wonder what it's like on the other side of the couch? Do you ever get curious about the conversations therapists have with one another? Or are you a therapist who loves to hear others talk about our work? If the answer is yes to any of these, you're in the right place. This is Therapy Talk, the place where therapists discuss therapy. I'm your host, Rachel Landman. Join me each episode where I invite my colleagues in the field to come discuss the work. Hi, and welcome. Thank you so much for joining me today, Lisa. Um, Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Why don't we start by having you talk a little bit about yourself? Okay. Um, So I'm a psychotherapist at Human Told. I've been doing this for, um, I joined Human Told in the summer of 2019. Um, Prior to that, I had worked in the substance abuse portion of mental health. Um, And prior to that, I worked for the New York City Department of Education. I worked in special education. Um, I did that for about 10 years. And uh, and, uh, yeah, I kind of went back to school a little later in life. Um, I went back in my late 20s, which is not that late, but later. And uh, I knew what I really wanted to do, which was helping. Um, And um, yeah, so I've been practicing now probably for almost five years and uh, I love it. Nice. So you've been kind of around the block a little bit. A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what are some of the things you have learned as you kind of progressed in your journey as a therapist? Um, when I first started, I was so, uh, you know, every, when everyone starts, they're, they're a little, they're anxious. I know I was. And I was so worried about trying to learn everything and trying to learn all the different modalities and all the different ways of being that, you know, I wanted to be the best therapist there was, which was a, not pretty much an attainable goal. Uh, and I've learned to just be myself. Um, I have people that I work with now. I actually just saw someone this morning that I, I saw my first week in the office, you know, three and a half years ago. And that's, she's coming to me still. And she's one of many. Um, coming to me still not because I studied up on all these different modalities, but because I'm genuinely myself. Um, I learned just to be me, be okay with being me. Be okay with being you. Yeah. Which I think can also feel to some people maybe not professional sometimes. What do you yeah. make with that challenge? That's such a good point. Um, and sometimes I get in, in my own head of, am I am I not professional enough? Am I providing them with like the same experience that they would be getting from somebody who is very rigid and by the book. And um, yeah, I, you know, I, it's a good point. And I, I feel that when you are genuinely you, the client feels it. Right. And I feel like being maybe people who are very uh, rigid or by the book, maybe that is also a little bit genuinely them too. I've never been able to do that no matter where I always kind of have this, way of taking it and making it my own you know people say left I kind of go right a little bit sometimes and (laughs) um it not in in a way of I don't want to take anyone's advice but I feel that because when you're genuinely you clients pick up on it the clients Mm -hmm. feel that um and I and I always say when I'm when I am me is this going to benefit them anything I say or do with the client any anything any comment I make even if I self-disclose a little bit like yeah I've been there you know I'll tell clients that yeah I know I I hear you I know what that feels like I always ask is this going to benefit them it's not about Mm -hmm. me it's just for them um so I try and go with that mindset um and I I try and go from there so that 
that challenge that you know it you you may not come off as professional as others may do that as you said kind of go by the book it sounds like it's really served you because it's worked for the clients that you work with absolutely yeah <laughs> and I feel now that I'm thinking about it like I can put on that hat you know that's something I can do um always feels a little foreign to me which I'm sure it does to everybody um but I do feel that it does work for me. It does work for my clients. And I think that really at the end of the day, what I've seen is people just want to be understood um, and they want to be heard. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter by who it is. And they want to have that that interpersonal connection. And the clients I built this relationship with is built on me being me and me being genuine. I also think a good point to bring out was a lot of me was seen because a lot of the clients that I've been with now like I've mentioned we've been seeing them I've been seeing them for quite some time was through COVID so we went through this weird experience together as client and therapist like where we were just in the office together and all this stuff and then like all of a sudden I'm seeing you from my living room you know I I wasn't Mm -hmm. equipped to work from home and like you know you they saw a little bit of me you know like there was times where the doorbell rang because Amazon was there you know it's like weird things where I'm like oh my god and it, it definitely personalized me more obviously within keeping up a you know that that patient um, or that client therapist line, but I think it personalized me more um, and it made me more comfortable with being myself. Okay. So, so would you say that education really doesn't play a role as a therapist at all, or how would you kind of balance the two? <laughs> um, I think it does. But if I'm honest, I don't think there's anything that I'm using today that I learned in school, mm-hmm. to be honest. Fun fact. You want to know a fun fact? It's a podcast yeah. about me. I never took my SATs. <laughs> I never wow. took them. I never sat for them. I knew I was going to community college. I was a tad bit of a rebel in high school. And I knew I was going to community college. And I never, they said, oh, you don't need them for, for community college. And I was like, oh, well, then I'm not taking them. So I went to community college and then I transferred and then I got a master's degree. So fun fact. Um, so bottom line, education is not as So all education, you don't need it, by the way. No, I think it's important because I think it, te- it, it, it helps to, um, there's clinical aspects of it that I think are important, right? There's like, I remember the one class that really stuck with me was group, um, you know, we would sit, we would watch a, a group being done and we would come, we would watch little things about, um, you know, how a group was run or we'd watch individual therapy sessions being recorded. I think those were important. Those are more like a, like a practicum in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I th- personally, my personal opinion, I think a lot of it is fluff. A lot of it. So, so, a good, not a lot of it as far as the amount of classes. I think the amount of information in each class can be fluffed. Yeah. Um, and I think more practicum is necessary in my mm-hmm. opinion, like more mm-hmm. hands-on because that's when you really learn. And that's when you really, you know, you're actually internship is when you really are like, oh my God, what do I do type of feeling? Right. So, um, in my personal opinion, I'm a, I'm a doer when it comes to learning. Like I have to be physically, you know, in it. Mm-hmm. That's just how I learn. Um, okay. so my opinion. Yeah, I guess maybe a follow-up question then would be what is therapy what is it like what is therapy then for you if if I guess anyone in who 
like, this is a tricky question, right? If you can anyone going through a program be a therapist and based on what you're saying it's no because the educational piece seems to be a very small part of what it means to be a therapist so what is therapy then in your eyes yeah. who is a therapist and, and what is therapeutic for it's funny I think you know anyone can be you know anyone can go and if they have the intelligence can get their school take a test and pass it and you know do their it doesn't mean they're going to be good you know like it doesn't mean that they'll 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 be helping, you know, like, and I know that from personal experience of going to therapists myself, I'm, you know, I'm like, yeah. oh, you're not that great. Um, so what is therapy? We'll start there. So I actually just got to ask this question yesterday. They were talking about advice giving and they were like, you know what you should do? You should do this hotline where, you know, people can call and you can give advice. And I was like, this isn't Dear Abby. Like, I don't, I don't just dole out advice to people. I know, you know, mm -hmm. people are listening to this podcast. They probably already know that or maybe they have a concept of what therapy is, but it's not that, you know, it's not that at all. And I think it's, it's someone's innate ability, which I feel like I always had to um, see a big picture, to meet somebody where they are, right? Like, I think I always had the ability to wherever somebody was, no matter what they were going through, I'll come to them and mm -hmm. I'll work with them to get them where they need to go. Not where I think they need to go where they need to go because that's sometimes very different um mm -hmm. in practice um and then the ability to um be able to take uh, allow a relationship to foster um mm -hmm. the, the the therapeutic success like if the success that happens in therapy is only based on the relationship that i built with the client um and maybe you know there are people who are have, you know, so many more years of training than I do and all these things, but I'm very, very good at relationship building. Um, I'm very good at that. That I know I am and rapport building. So to me, that's what therapy is about. It's about building that rapport, a safe place for them. Mm -hmm. um, so I don't know, I, was there a second part of that question that I have to answer? No, I, I think I think you answered it. I, I do really appreciate your honest take. Mm -hmm. I assume a lot some people may not find this uh, very appealing and what do you do with with criticism to to that kind of approach in what and in what way when when people call you out for it and say you know like well education does matter a lot and you know it, you have to be professional and you can't absolutely and yeah absolutely and I think and I'll, I'll clarify you know the last portion of it like there's not a lot of self-disclosure there's not a lot of you know like you know uh, unprofessionalism but there's a little bit of more of a of a, I'm a human um you know I I guess I guess where I modeled it off of is what worked for me um figuring that there was a lot other people out there that felt how I felt I was in therapy for years prior to being a therapist I was in therapy for I don't know 15 16 17 years the therapists that worked for me were the ones that sat there and went like, yeah, me too. Like I'm, you know, I'm nervous. I get anxious too, or I get, you know, and like the therapists that didn't work for me were the ones that sat there and, and I had a blank, a blank kind of stare mm -hmm. or not facial. Uh, I'm trying to think of the word, like, you know, like just kind of a blank face. Mm -hmm. um, that didn't work for me. 
Mm-hmm. So I just base it on what works for me. And my, my reaction to criticism is not everyone's the same. Not everybody's going to need the same type of care. Not everyone's, this, this is not a um, therapy, although it's part of the medical field. You know, it's, I, I consider it part of the medical field. It's the mind. And I try and tell people like, you know, it's just as important to you take care of your mind and your soul as it is, you know, your body. It is not though a one a one track thing. There is no like there's no manual for this. There is a manual, and yes, school does it does matter. I'm it, you need school, but there is no like you do A to get B to get C to get D. It is more of like there's a ton of people out there, and everybody needs different things. Mm-hmm. Um, so my reaction to that is I'll be that thing for somebody who needs it and you can work in that way for somebody else who needs it too like not stepping on anyone else's protocol I think it's I think it's all beautiful I think it's all phenomenal so and it sounds like from your perspective what you think your patients need is that genuine relationship that they seem to really want and crave and that ultimately may get them through their struggles Mm -hmm. just yeah and I also yeah and I also gauge everybody you know like I'll gauge each person individually right there are some people who need less there's some people who need more there's some people who need more of a boundary um with things like timing with any like everyone is different it's not you know and, and I think a therapist's ability to um switch gears and, and be able to see when they need to switch gears, like based on the person, based on, you know, you could be going a certain way with a client mid-session and it, it goes one way. And you mm-hmm. and you have to have that ability to say, like, quick problem solving. Like, no, 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 like, let me just kind of, you know, bring this back here a little bit. You can't see my hand. <laughs> so like, bring this back here a little bit. Um, and that's an innate skill. I think people who are in the helping field, and this is why to go back to the school portion of it, already have all of the skills they need. Like if you're in the helping field, if you're in this field, mm-hmm. you 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 want to help, right? Like that's just what you want to do. You yeah. Um you have that already. You have that ability to be empathetic. You have that ability to, you know, to you know, I think that you can learn how to do the charts and the notes and all that stuff. Like I think that yeah. innate stuff you can't learn anywhere. So right. that's my personal opinion on that. Yeah, absolutely. And and I assume lo- there is some learning that you can do around being genuine and kind of yeah. yourself. Yeah, you know, and you know what else I've noticed too is like I, I've worked with a lot of, I work with different um, populations um, where I've gauged my work towards. Um, and it's different for different populations when I'm, you know, when I'm with um, a 23 year old woman who's lost and, you know, never felt heard or is just, going through, I don't know, some certain thing. Um, they may need a more soft, they need, may need a more, you know, kind of empathetic voice rather than somebody who is, um, you know, sometimes I work with a lot of men. I work with a lot of men who are in um, in the trades and in unions and they're they're a little tougher to get through. They've never been in therapy before. That's, that's a different hat I wear. Like it, it's, so it kind of gauges. I do a lot of EMDR. That's a different hat too. So it's, it's the ability to kind of, to shift, um, you know, and be different things for the client. Absolutely. That makes a lot of sense. Lisa, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me yeah, today. It was, this was so nice. It was wonderful to hear your thoughts.
about what it is to be a therapist and, and kind of approach that you take with your clients um, and what you think is important in therapy, because I think that matters a lot and it's important to take that perspective. So thank you so much for talking today and we will talk soon. Talk soon. Bye.